I'm losing my mind just a little. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? In the middle. Oh, yeah. Previously on Club Dub. The Lower Alston parking situation is a whole other podcast. I just think Andy Dalton will be able to run this offense at a pretty good clip. I think we go right into the picks here, Mutt, and since you have the best record, you'll go first. Since I uh, don't, I will go last. <laughs> it's a great angle to bet against Matt Ryan coming off Anderson's column. I think top to bottom, Green Bay is the best team in football. I don't even think it's close. After last week, man, Phillip Rivers might be done. I was 0-3 in fantasy this past week. Yep. 0-3 on uh, Tinder. 0-3 on podcast picks. Yep. That has now happened again, all three of those categories. <laughs> All right, now what's the worst part of that little open there, guys? Is it Mutt saying that the Cowboys would be fine with Andy Dalton? Is mm. it me still being Ofer on everything? Actually, I got one this week. You got, got one right. I got one in fantasy. So you were only one and I two. I got one in fantasy, and I got uh, one in podcast, and I got nothing in any other categories, whatever those categories may have been. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to vote for any of my picks from last weekend are the worst. Tough oh, Matt Ryan, too. Up. Big week to yeah, bet Matt him Ryan coming just... off my column. <laughs> like uh, that one back? I know. I uh, love. Now I got to bet. Do I bet against Jimmy G now? Coming off Hannibal's big column, it's got the world of buzz. My today. favorite thing of last weekend was I tweet out the picks from the uh, Winners Club account. Ken yep. Laird quote tweets it and goes, "Mutt, I also like Minnesota minus four and a half." Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I was dead then because he's a moron. He knows nothing about football. I thought, I thought, I thought Gary Kubiak was like the father of modern pre-snap motion, and then he's using Paul at least in the league. Troll Just... Ken Laird. Yeah, I, was... I, 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 it was. It was. See, at was least at least the rest of our column. So, so my Matt, my Matt Ryan column. I actually think that. Tyler Devitt, OMF producers, Marcus Smart column. He actually thinks that. Ken writes this Antonio Brown piece that's just clearly no one thinks this, and it's just the biggest piece of garbage ever. He just wants to get the clicks, which is fine, but hey. I mean, no one, I mean, nobody believes the it. The producer he, he, troll factor. Everybody needs a Rob yeah. Parker. Yeah, he's uh, the Rob Parker W-E-E-I. I like Ooh. that. It's a good role for him. There you go. So let's, those bandanas uh, he's got, too. Looking fresh. <laughs> By the way, Mutt, I tried out the, so the wine that was left in the bush for us. Yeah. So horrible. We we heard last week the story of it exploding all over myself and uh, my kitchen because there were yep. two corks there in it, two which corks is unheard of. There. Yeah, By the way, somebody, someone called in and happens. said that they majored in opening unmarked bottles of liquor with that have are double corked at URI. Yep. I, I that's not that's not even I've I I have yet to come aside from that one caller. I've yet to come across a person who has heard of there being two corks in a bottle of wine. Yeah, I, I have not tried mine yet. Uh, it was very nice of our, our buddy Steve, who is uh, firing away at this uh, DraftKings Survivor Steve. pool. He won again. Uh, shout out to Steve. But we're going to try something, I believe, this weekend, and we'll see if we got some better bottles here. It was very nice of him. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that yours did not uh, uh, come out the way you wanted them to. It's too bad. I'm going to pop one open this weekend as well, Mutt. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it. I can already tell. It's not double corked like John's was, and mine's going to be ready to go. All right, I well, don't know if mine is. I'll find out. I, I, the couple of uh, bottles that I did not give away are still out in the garage, and we're going to dip into those things Saturday night. Sounds ooh. like a good time to try that. Well, speaking hey, of popping them open, Shime, you can pop them open this week because you, you carried Mutt. Go now. ahead, Shime. I'm going to take Tennessee laying three and a half against Houston. Yeah, I'm all in on Green Bay getting a, uh, laying a point here. Mm. I think they're going to come in and destroy the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to take the Chiefs laying four points right now against the Bills. So I, I hit on uh, the two that I was least confident in, shockingly enough. I was really wow. confident in Kansas City, um, but I, I was just so confident in Green Bay, and that did not go 
anywhere close to how I thought it was going to go. Um, but I was fortunate that I just I had, I had earlier in this week I had an existential football crisis. I really? really was unsure of everything going on except for one thing. I knew that above all else I should bow and and worship at the at the statue, the shrine of Thanos, uh, the King Cat. The Time Lord Mike Vrabel and the Red Zone Wizard Arthur Smith, and so that's what I'm doing from here on out. Green Bay started out like I thought it was going to. It was ten nothing. Yep, I thought, okay, exactly. This is easy money. So you said it didn't go the way we thought it was going to go for about eight minutes. It did, and then that Tampa defense turns out the, the DVOA numbers uh, saying they were they were third and fourth respectively in, in pass and run. Turns out those DVOA numbers are pretty good, and you might want to pay attention. The to The curse of Hingle McCringleberry. Yeah, right. Yeah, they. Aaron they, Ro- they Packers have yet to score a point since Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers did the the third hump in the end zone. <laughs> and that's a, is that a, a, a key and peel thing? Yes, that yes, is? exactly. So the thing that bugged me too is it's so just unhip. like. Rodgers threw a pick six and then just fell apart completely. I don't know what it was. It, like, rattled him to his core, and it was very frustrating for a better and a viewer. He was well, the on field version of me the, trying well, to run a podcast. Basically. Well, that, that too. Well, you tried to facilitate. He couldn't do that. It was tough because after the game, guys, he didn't seem to care. He's like, oh, our team needed it. I cared. I bet a bunch of money on you. Yeah, yeah. he said he was going to pour, pour a, little, a couple extra thumbs of whiskey, I believe is what he said after the game. <sighs> what a hard Also, after this, a hard after this past week, I am just – I am. I am just. I'm sad with my bets. I've now lost three bets this season because field goal kickers are missing extra points. By the way, and it's That's just brutal. I just. I'm. I'm hating it. I hate field goal kickers now. I hate all of them. By the way, we're 27 and 27 as a podcast in the year now. Oh, it's good. So it's like a reset, fresh start, yep. fresh right. start, boys. Week let's one, go. let's go. Whole, whole new season. Let's oh, go, and oh. John. Like, you can turn like it around. Round. Let's see if I did turn it around for myself or the podcast. Not to hopscotch shine here, but this was also one of my picks, and it has nothing to do with the fact that Mutt's picking him. So I like the under 55.5 because I think this is actually going to be like a blowout. And for my uh, final pick on my own upcoming 0-3 week, I've got the Rams minus 3.5 at the 49ers. So what I will say to this I wouldn't is, say turnaround, but... First off, I need you to do a over be- your shoulder. First off, I need to do a better job uh, saying what I'm picking in my picks, or else the recaps people have no idea what I picked. True. So, yeah. Uh, True. I did pick. So I picked the Rams uh, three and a half at the 49. It was three at the time. I picked the Arizona Dallas over, and uh, I also picked uh, Green Bay Tampa under 55. And I said Tampa would blow out Green Bay. So I nailed that one. He said Green Bay would blow out Tampa, but that's not how unders. You work, know what? Sean. You hit the bet, that's so it's fine. That's not how unders work. Okay, you got, you, it counts as a, a win. Is a win. Is a win. When you're a 27 and 27 podcast, shine. You take whatever wins you can get, and you get out of the way. Oh, and you're no. right. You're right, Mutt. Oh no, Mutt. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of O and, <sighs> just play it. Just play it. Just play it. It's a great angle to bet against Matt Ryan coming off Anderson's column. So I'm going to bet the Vikings minus four and a half. I'm going to be on the Green Bay Packers on the road this week, laying a point at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to take the under 46 and a half between the Bengals and the Colts. All right. Explain yourself. Not good. Um, Yeah, there's not, there's not much to say. Those were, those were all, they were all bad. And, even the Colts Bengals game, which I thought there was no way it'd be a shootout, I looked up and it's like, well, the Bengals are up a million touchdowns. I thought, well, the Colts can't come back, so maybe the under might still hit. And then Philip Rivers had 250 yards passing by halftime, and the dream was dead. It was a, uh, it was a bad weekend. There were some very good weekends to start the year on this podcast, where I get to the end of my Sunday, yep. and I'm looking at the bank account, I'm seeing all the green and the, the seeing the plus numbers, and say, okay, pretty good Sunday. This. 
This boys was not one of those Sundays. And so you shake it off, you get back in the lab, and you try to find some winners because uh, you got to bounce back. My new thing is, is I'm going to try and find the live line to bet because Scott Hansen has told us last week on Red Zone that every single week so far this season, a team has overcome a 16-point deficit and won the football game. So I'm going to just start like throwing flyers out there on teams down 16 or more points. So when Vegas is down 20 to Tampa Sunday night, take it. Yeah, I'm going to toss – Ten bucks on Vegas and be like, all right, you know what? Let's send it live money line. Let's see what let's we'll see what happens. Somebody's gonna win. The comebacks are hot. It's comeback season. Let's get it. For the first time in a couple of weeks, we've got a award winning news segment as well. Ooh. <laughs> Big trade coming down the docket today. Yannick Huge and Gakway getting dealt from Minnesota to Baltimore. I think a third and a conditional fifth. Correct. So basically, what happened was Minnesota traded a second and a conditional fifth for Yannick and Gakway, and then dealt him off for a third and a conditional. Uh, fifth and the third is much lower in the third round than the second was with that they traded that will be in the second round because it's going to be in, like the top 10 picks yeah and daniel hunter also getting season ending surgery today so uh they're not going to be able to rush the passer or they already sucked at man coverage so the vikings sure are in full-on sell 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 mode they should be selling everything they can get good value for absolutely everything eric kendricks Irv smith adam thielen doesn't matter sell it all well, that's like the three guys they're not going to trade. I heard you saying this today on the award-winning Dale and Keefe show. The guys going to trade are guys like Kyle Rudolph and the other veterans who are just sort of okay. They're not Zimmer's not going to get fired, so no, they're not going to empty the cupboards. They're going to keep some talent around uh, the next quarterback, whether it's Cousins or somebody else. Irv Smith's the guy they're going to build around. Uh, Thielen, they just invested a, a crap ton of money in. He's their he's their star guy. Him and Jefferson, that's their wide receiving core. Yeah, but but Kyle Rudolph Thielen already like thirty. I could see Kyle Rudolph in a Patriots uniform. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I was weeks. saying that to John actually right before this podcast. I said Kyle Rudolph's the perfect guy. Go get. He's a hell of a lot better than Ryan Izzo. Is he Is he like Gronk? No. But you know what? He's no. going to catch five passes for you and not fumble the football. And Great he'll make a ridiculous target, red zone tag. Catch. Yeah, that's yep. it. We just said at the same time. Exactly. Red zone target. They don't have that right now. Agreed. Absolutely. And the only other uh, item on the talking here is that this week, Le'Veon Bell is actually making his Kansas City Chiefs debut, and Chimes got a little DFS ding-dong for you. Yeah, so with Le'Veon Bell starting uh, his career with the Chiefs, uh, I, I don't think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will lose a ton of touches, but I do think that some of them will go towards Le'Veon Bell. I don't think they'd sign Le'Veon Bell to just sit around and do nothing and just win a ring for doing nothing. I think they want Le'Veon Bell to play – I think you're going to see, actually, I wouldn't be shocked if you see some kind of two running back sets with Hilaire and uh, Bell on the field at the yep. same time. Um, so I do expect Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to lose a little bit of touches here, but not a ton. So he's he's a guy well, I wouldn't start in uh, DFS like leagues and lineups, but he's still a guy in your season-long leagues that I would hold on to. Well, I might start him in tournaments because it'll be so low-owned, but in cash games I'm not going to start him. Hey, well, here's the issue, Shime. You're right. Maybe the number of touches will not be a huge loss because he was so good in that Monday night game. He probably instilled some confidence in the coaching staff, but I think he ends up losing the goal line touches. I think Agreed. those go to Le'Veon Bell. They were already going to the kid Williams, the backup there who ran in for a 10-yard touchdown on fourth and one. That, that'd be my concern is that the touchdown, uh, the chance of him scoring touchdowns has gone down significantly. He's not to break big plays. If he's going to score because I think Williams and especially Bell are going to take those goal line carries the rest of the way. And even on third down now too, like Hilaire yeah. can catch the ball, and that's what gave him so many points. But that's one of the things Le'Veon Bell excels at, and so I think you're going to see uh, Hilaire in there more on the first and second downs, and you're going to see a lot of third down Le'Veon Bell. 
now non-COVID bye weeks. They might have, they might have started last week. I don't know. We got some bye weeks this week before we get into the picks, though. We've got the Ravens, Dolphins, Colts, Vikings on there. So if you, any shady characters in a Buick in an alley are saying, "Hey, man, you want to? I'll give you a deal on Vikings money line this week." Make sure you check those bye weeks before we uh, <laughs> before you hand any cash. I can't over. lose though. Hold on. To be fair, you can't lose that. Bet. Sure. We're not playing. Well, last year, it's Uncle, Uncle like Bob, week. one of the uh, Dale and Keith gamblers from last year, <laughs> called in and he took the Texans money line on My a week good old where, Uncle they Bob. where they weren't playing. So yep, that's true. That did happen. <laughs> that, did I hold on real quick? Did I see that you are now? Are you allowing someone to call in and make a pick? In, uh, so on this Fridays is this is a Fitzy now? and Keith machination. They decided that yeah. uh, we've been struggling on Fitzy's money. And so, to just to mix things up a little bit, we're going to give it a shot. Uh, they're going to allow one caller to call and make a pick. They started Monday night, and it worked horribly. Even though I advised them not to parlay the two Shocker. picks from the caller, I said, let's play these individually. I'm not confident in the over in Arizona-Dallas. Fitzy said, no, we're going to parlay it, and what do you know happens? They don't hit the over. Can I, can we yeah, do it's a shot, really, it's a shot at you. I'm sure Anderson would agree. The fact that they've lost confidence in your ability to pick games and are now going to Random weirdos could call the station. That's a that's a shot at you, Sean. I would take that personally. If I, I do. Were you as the but, gambling you know, expert on that show. So here's the thing too that I need to kind of figure out is so like what I try to do is I try not to give the exact same picks on our podcast and then again on the Dale and Keith program. I don't want to do that. I want to give a multitude of picks that I have. But and, hold on. But I'm Which giving the, the I'm giving the winners here. I'm well, giving. Pre- a- it's like the it's uh, uh, in Glengarry Glen Rock. We want the premium leads. Yeah. I want the premium picks. Well, I am, I am I now giving. I, I'm ten and eight here. Whereas there, this I'm is like the Patreon of the Dale and Keith program. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am. Except s- it's free. But if you want to give us money, go for it. I'm ten and eight here, and over there, I'm seven, nine, and two. So it's like I, I just. I, I think I need to find a better balance. Um, if, for them, but like for here, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna keep giving you winners. We're gonna we're gonna win more than we're gonna lose here. Eventually, we're gonna get over the vig and we're gonna start making money. Well, I know that's what last I want to do. Last year, a lot we would we would sort of workshop picks or bits on here, and then we'd we'd use them again the next day on the on the show because we were like, all right, we're not being called for this, so clearly there's not a lot of overlap. You got to do the radio thing, Sean. And I know I, you know a lot about radio, where mm-hmm. you can you can repeat what you said again to a new audience as so, if you're and, saying it. And so some of yep, my picks you'll right. notice overlap. The Green Bay pick overlapped between the podcast and the show. Unfortunately, that happened to be my loser of the week. So <laughs> I just need to figure I need to pinpoint exactly you which your toes into my the best water was yeah, cold. You ran exactly. you ran for the shores. All so, right. Well so, you went to the I'm gonna week, I'm gonna though. be on a revenge tour on Dale and Keith soon enough. Don't good, worry much. Good, good, good. Well let's start your I, I don't know what the opposite of revenge is. Avenge tour, because you're going to avenge me and Mutt. I'm going to continue. Yeah, I'm going to continue avenging everything. So we'll go Shime first, me second, Mutt 0 and 3. Just want to remind everyone yeah, of that. Yeah, I'll uh, go last. Third, so, and it's not yeah. a snake draft. So Shime, go first. So my first pick is I'm going right back to the right back to the horse that I picked last week. Uh, and, and I'm taking Green Bay laying 3.5 against Houston. Uh, Houston sucks. Their offense has actually looked like they, like they have signs of life, which is great. Their defense still blows. They're terrible. And... That offense, Deshaun Watson is great, but the lack of offensive weapons. When Brandon Cooks is like forced to be your best receiver right now, you're not in great shape. And when you're using the corpse of Randall Cobb to score touchdowns, you're really struggling to do things offensively, and it's just not going to be able to keep up with this Green Bay offense. Devontae Adams is healthy. Aaron Jones is ready to go. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be like, screw what happened last week. We're going to tear apart this team this week. I'm going Green Bay laying three and a half, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I thought about going back to my man, Joey Covers. 
Covered again. Turns out he will cover against a team that's not the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. However, didn't feel too confident about it. I was looking at some of the analytics uh, <coughs> there. Looking at some of those. Cleveland pass blocking has been incredible thus far this season. Even though Wyatt Teller, it's mainly the you know, the tackles are the one, the ones doing a lot of that work. I think against a defense as bad as the Bengals, Baker being kept up in the pocket will actually be able to have himself a day as he did in the first time until he tried to lose the first time they played until he tried to lose the game at the end. Uh, Cleveland's defense is pretty bad though. I think Bengals will score a lot of points. 50, I feel like, is kind of a low number, so I like the over 50 in Bengals and Browns. Outside of that well, Ravens game, the Cincinnati Bengals score points. Right. Like they've scored they score, on everybody. They score points. And Wait till they play they're Pittsburgh. Actually, that's gonna be they're pretty good. I know Baker was down after this week, but that's the Browns are pretty good, right? They're the Browns a good are a good football team. I think Baker might be I think hurt. there's just like I think there's just a line of demarcation between teams like the Steelers and Ravens, and then you get into the next bracket where the Browns are, and then the Bengals are even a little bit farther down. And I think that's that's all you saw. Like it's just it's simply the the brackets of teams that are great compared to good. And I think the Browns are a good football team. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to stick with that game, boys, and I'm not going to take the total, but I'm going to pick a side. And you made some cases that uh, I wanted to make there. Uh, Anderson for Cleveland this week. Well, first of all, the, the Bengals, the Bengals are inflated. When you play a high-scoring game like that, when you cover like you do against the Colts, little buzz about that team. The issue here is, like you said, uh, the offensive line for Cleveland coming off a game against Pittsburgh. Now they're facing uh, the the Bengals, who do not get after the quarterback at all. Uh, they have a pressure rate of 29 in the league, according to Chris Rayburn. They don't get after the quarterback. Mayfield's going to have a day. Nick Chubb is set up to have not Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt is set up to have a monster. Monster day in terms of DFS, and I, I think the Browns should be favored by more than three points. So I know they're on the road. Give me the Browns minus three at Cincinnati this weekend. Right now, fifty-seven percent of the bets and sixty-eight percent of the money Ooh. is on this Browns team. And by the way, Joe Mixon a little bit banged up right now. We'll see what the practice turns out today, but he's missed practice for a couple of days. He doesn't go. They're in a lot of trouble. I'm going to lock it in now. Cleveland minus three. At Cincinnati for game number one. But I wheeled out Joe Mixon in a trade for Zeke Elliott this week. What? Yep. Well, not just Mixon. It was Joe Mixon, Raheem Mostert, and Terry McLaurin for Zeke. But we had a clause going into the weekend. We were like, if there are any torn ACLs, we will nix the trade on either side. Mostert goes to IR. Didn't quite satisfy the ACL clause, but I'm also the commissioner of the league, so it would have been a bad look. So I I optioned in. I said, hey, like I I could be a dick about this. I'll give you the option of subbing in Kenyon Drake. And he said, okay. So now I, I have Zeke, and I gave him a bunch of injured players and a Kenyon Drake who had the <laughs> that, flukiest good fantasy performance say, ever. That, that, that worked out. I'd rather I would ha- say even, so. with, even going to IR for a couple weeks, I'd rather have Mostert than Drake the rest of the year. <laughs> Chase, Chase Edmonds is going to start oh, at some point. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I was kind of I, – I, I worked that one a little John bit. John oh, has Chase Edmonds too. So he All right, how about this? Pocket. How about this? He's Smart not listening move. to this podcast. I fleeced that that <laughs> motherfucker. I, Danny I took him, him down. <laughs> so, so okay. my, I actually hold really... on, hold on. Reminder: put the explicit tag on this one. Oh, you just course. swore. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I love. I actually really like this Cleveland pick. Um, they were favored. I think the last time they played each other, they were Cleveland was favored by like six or even seven. Uh, and I think they ended up winning thirty-four to thirty. So I like. I actually like both you guys' picks. I like the over. I like Cleveland here. Good job by you. Thank All right, you. what do you got here, Sean? Uh, my second pick, I'm going with a different over. Uh, Ooh. Seattle, Arizona. Like, Ooh. these games are just, this is a game that's destined to go over, right? Because Seattle's defense, especially against the pass, has been bad. Arizona, 
after losing, winning two in a row, losing two in a row, they've finally gotten their stride. They're back on the horse. I think they're going to score a lot of points. You're going to see a lot of Chase Edmonds because they're going to be passing a ton. He's going to be on the field a ton. I I just love the over here. Over 56 in Seattle, Ooh. Arizona. I'm just, I'm going over. Seattle games, you just generally almost always want to go over, and I'm going over again here. Well, and you know what you're getting? You're getting a team that wants to play fast. When they played the yep. Vikings that Sunday night, they dragged the game into a slog. Exactly. The Cardinals may run it, but they want to run up to the line. Murray's going to look over the offense and run a play. It's going to be quick. So because of the pace, I I, I like this pick. Uh, if I don't like – I've seen a lot of sharp people like the Cardinals getting the points this weekend. I don't know if I like that, but I, I do don't like either. the over. I could... If I was betting the over – uh, on this, I'd feel pretty good about it. I had game. to stay like away from picking between the two teams because I love Seattle. I also really like Arizona. I'm really not sure kind of how this game's going to play out, but knowing how fast Arizona likes to play, you're forced to let Russ cook from the get, and oh, you're not going to be able cook. to just force the ball into Chris Carson's chest. You have to throw the football. And so I just, like for your DFS lineups, I love stacking guys from this game, whether it's Murray and Hopkins and Edmonds or it's Wilson and Metcalf and Lockett, whatever. I love stacking guys in this game. I expect a ton of points. I'm going to go with the hometown game and another total. I've got the 49ers and Patriots breaking the 43.5-point total. So San Francisco's run blocking it was suspect all year. If They started to get healthy, and they pulled it off against the Rams last week. They made Aaron Donald disappear in that game. The Patriots have got a whole slew of offensive linemen coming back off IR. I think it's going to be mainly run-driven, but also I like San Francisco's play-action game. Uh, Jimmy's back, played well last week. I think he'll play better this week against his old team. I like the San Francisco 49ers, New England Patriots, over 43.5. All right, let's wrap it up with one more total here to, to, for this round of picks. I'm going to go to uh, your guy, uh, Ryan Tannehill. You guys heard of him? I think yep, you have. sure have. Uh, this we is a Titans-Steelers game. This game opened at 52.5. It's been bet down to 50.5. I don't get this. And I'm still betting the over here, boys. Oh, let's get the day. overs club going. I want this over all day. Uh, our buddy Matt Friedman, the Oracle, uh, Oracle has been a guest on Mud at Night uh, a couple times. We're getting him back on very soon to pick games. Uh, Oracle has a stat over at Action Network. Ryan Tannehill and the over. Uh, in his 15 regular season starts with Tennessee, so this will be his 16th start. This will be one full season of Tannehill. Get ready for those stats from Shyman Anderson next week. Oof. The over is 13-2. and two. It moved. The I- over is 13-2 and two in 15 Tannehill games. Pittsburgh wants to throw deep. Tennessee can score. Both these teams average over 30 points per game, but for some reason... The total's 50 and a half. Do you want to know Punch those? the over, 50 and a half, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Sunday, let's go. Both times that number has gone under, it's been against the Denver Broncos. To start this season and last season when Tannehill was in against the Denver Broncos, they scored like 30 points and like 26 points total. Every other game this season, the Titans' t- game total has gone to 58 points or higher. Wow. That's it. Like the lowest outside of the Denver game, it has been 58 points or more. The fact that this line is 50 baffles me. I would have like questioned it at 56 where the Arizona-Seattle line is. At 50, I'm going over every day of the week here. I'm holding your hand on this pick, Mutt. I am also taking the over in this game. It's, it's no question. I, this is my favorite pick of the week. Uh, I, I love this pick. I There's no way. We watched the Steelers get not shredded, but like allow a ton of points and yards to the Eagles. The Eagles suck. Like, they, there's, I wouldn't be shocked if this is another Tennessee game Devin where Bush Tannehill to IR throws too. for 300. Devin Bush is on IR. Steelers defense is going to regress a little bit. This could be another Tannehill throws for 300. Derrick Henry rushes for 150 game. 
Like this is this is calling for a ton of points. Chase Claypool is going to score four touchdowns or some shit. It's going to be bananas. I love the over. In this One game. could say. Well, and by the way, this is also another game where uh, you want a stackable DFS game with DFS oh, ding dong there. Anderson. This is a very very stackable game, especially if Deontay Johnson does not go. For Pittsburgh, you know, all all the targets going to Claypool. And I think uh, over and- at DraftKings right now, Claypool's only like 5700 bucks. He is super cheap in DFS right now. Uh, and I love the idea of stacking like Roethlisberger with Claypool because the Tennessee defense, to be honest with you, has not been good this year. They haven't. Nope. Could one say the total is over the Tannehill? Oh, God. All right. At least he didn't put his Next. feet up. Wrap it up there, Anderson. Let's go. All right, last pick for me. I like the Buccaneers minus four at the Vegas Raiders. As of last check, this was still on the board. Uh, the oh, temp- <laughs> wait a second. What? You're you're picking a game where the, the, the might not play because of COVID? Uh, have you paid attention to any of these COVID might not play games this year? Okay. They're I mean, it's still uh, on the board. However, I'm going to call you out on this. What oh, do you mean? oh, it's still on the board. You're right. It's still on the board. Uh, sportsbook.com off the board. Win Draft off, the board. on the board. Draft Draft. off the board. Draft Kings off the board. It's on. I have it up right now. It's on. That's the one I checked, Mutt. No, it's not. It's I, have it. Mutt, I have it up right it's now right in front of us. I'm going to hit refresh on this. Let me see. Hold on. I'm looking at a different screen. Let's see if they add. They did not have it as of an hour and a half ago when I was working on this. Because that was been one of my picks, by the way, was the Bucks. Oh yeah! Oh, I just refreshed the page. Bucks by four, still up there. And I will, I will lock that in before that goes away. Make sure we get this uploaded <laughs> quick because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have got the the best pass rush in the NFL, and Derek Carr sucks against pressure. And the entire Raiders offensive line has coronavirus and did not practice this whole week. So even if they play then it's not really going to matter because they missed a whole week of practice. And we saw what happens when you miss a week of practice, right? If I get the Rona. We saw what happens. You don't play well. <laughs> oh, we've got new audio from Trent Brown, by the way. If I get Corona, I get Corona. <laughs> I mean, with the tattoo like he has on his arm, I don't. I that, did you see that, Mutt? Did you see Trent Brown's tattoo? What does it say? Uh, we retweeted it, it from say, the Daily Keefe account. It, it, it says is, a lot without is, saying anything. It's a bit of a menage a trois. So on his how do you do? It oh, is. So hold on. Let me give you this in gambling terms. So okay. it is Atlas who holds up. So you've got Shime. Holding up the us, the podcast Atlas holding up the Earth. Yep. Uh, you've got one person you could you could say is taking the under, and another <laughs> another, and another individual uh, is playing from behind. And, uh, okay. and I'd say that they uh, what, what's it called when you don't hit a spread when it's like right on the money? Uh, it's like a push. Of, another person's pushing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, again, thank God the explicit tag is on this not for family listening <laughs> podcast. Hey, Dad, turn this down at this part when the kids are in the car and you're driving to place your bets at DraftKings in New Hampshire on Sunday. They don't know this what an under is. is. And put it in the notes too, so some guys can. Cl- I, I want to click on it. So put the Dale and Keith Twitter account in the notes. We can click on that. Can Got it. That? Done. Uh, all right. I the value is gone in this play. I'll admit I'm already in uh, at plus three and a half. But I'm going to take the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan coming into New England and beating the Patriots outright. The thing is, it's at one and a half now. All the value is gone. Only 47% of the bets right now are on San Francisco. So explain this to me, Shime. So I'm sorry, 46% of the money. I just updated it. So less than half the money is on for San Fran. It opened at 5.5. It's down to 1.5. So yeah. there's more money on the Patriots, but the line's going the other way. Don't yeah, we always go bet reverse line movement uh, like that? Always. Not the play? Always. Okay, well, I, I'm doing it. I know the value is gone. It's much better if you got it early in the week. 
I think the 49ers are well coached, as these guys have pointed out in oh, the last couple of years. Uh, I think they're, that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be motivated to come in here and play well. And I think even as banged up as the 49ers are, I think, guys, they're still more talented than the Patriots are. And oh, yeah. given all that and given the Patriot excuses this week about practice time, uh, it's the 49ers. I'll sprinkle some money line, but I'll take it plus the points. It's plus one and a half. The line is not – it's not great. I don't mind – if you don't want to bet this and go, oh, I want it at five and a half or three and a half, I get it. But I'm going to stick with my gut thinking in the week, and I'm going to follow the money. Give me the 49ers plus one and a half against the Patriots on Sunday. I like it, Mutt. Shime, recap. Uh, so my three picks of the week are Green Bay laying three and a half at Houston, the over 56 in Seattle, Arizona, and the over 50 and a half in Pittsburgh, Tennessee. I'm holding Mutt's hand. I've got the Battle of Ohio, Bengals, Browns, over 50, uh, San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo coming back to New England, over 43 and a half, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus four at the Las Vegas Covids. Uh, handing, holding hands with uh, Shime on this one, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, over 15 and a half. Yes, at least wait till I'm not in the room. I know, right. right? Well, I'm holding right. hands right with you, by the way. If I can get that oh, Bucks line. Oh, my if, head. I want you to hold my hand. Ho- when Hootie. Hootie. Uh, Bucks <laughs> minus. I, as a bonus pick, I'm with you on the Bucks. Uh, but my three picks will be Pittsburgh, Tennessee, over 50.5. Cleveland laying the three at Cincinnati over the Bengals. And the Patriots. Uh, I'm sorry, the 49ers plus 1.5 against the Patriots for a game where the value appears to be gone. But I'm still going to give it out here on the Winners Club podcast and hope to not go 0-3 or 0-4 this week. Yeah, don't be a John. Don't go back-to-back 0-3s. 9-0 week coming. Well, at one point last week I said, hey, we're all taking like six of the same picks, so we're either going to lose them all or win them all. <laughs> so, hey, I uh, did all right. Almost. It's a lot of we omens. It's a lot of omens in our words uh, we find from week to week, like like Mutt saying Andy Dalton would take take over for the uh, Cowboys and hey, play well. Hey, so. that, one, that one drive late where Michael Gallup dropped that touchdown pass, I tell you what, he looked pretty good. Pretty Pretty, pretty good. Me and so, Mutter officially, by the way, tied on the year at ten and eight. Ooh. While John's pulling up the rear at seven eleven, he is not always seven eleven. I am always. Uh, I'm open to making bad picks. Fair. How about okay, that? I'll give you that. You are. You are known for that. <laughs> we'll spend and that. open to facilitating poorly on the spot. True As story. always, tweet us picks yes. or videos of picks or text of picks or pictures of picks written down on stubs at Mutt W-E-E-I, at Shime Time, at Anderson J-A, at Winners Club Pod. We should probably get at Overs Club Pod taken, too, because <laughs> we have five pod. of them this week. Only one of them is a, uh, a hand-holding situation, too. So uh, Those are there. And as always, though, this is the network. We've got many good podcasts, Shime. Can you tell me about uh, The one? Hashtag Dork Podcast just did their murder mystery of Dorktober. They're going to be reviewing their top 50 horror movies of all time coming oh up next God. week, so you definitely want to tune in for that. Top 50, 50 horror yep. movies all time? Okay. Oh, there's I mean, more than that. There's, they had to leave some off the list, Mutt. And wow. look out for the off-day podcast post-game reaction. Andy Hart and Jimmy G sympathized Orion Hannibal. Yep. We'll have you covered there. Brad we also Fo had the Bradfoe show back in action. He back had, in action. He uh, had Joe Kelly on, probably. I think he had Pat Light on. He's had uh, Steve <laughs> Perot on. And he has somebody was, else coming up at the end of the week. It was Brian a roundtable of Brian Johnson, Joe Kelly, Pat Light, uh, Josh Beckett, and I don't know, who's this other guy? If you want, if you want to hear from alumni of the Red Sox, you probably forgot played for the Red Sox. Bradfoe shows where you want to. Go. There it is. That's where you want to be. Love to see it. And uh, five out podcast. Uh, Tyler Devitt, uh, massive troll. Marcus Smart article up on the website. So check that out as well. All right, those are our picks for the week. Week seven in the books. We'll be back at nine and zero next week. Shine mutt. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy the rest of your week seven. Oh, Mutt. 
Yeah. Hi. Hi, Mutt. Join Marin Morris here. I lo- it's a good way to start my afternoon with you guys. Excellent song. Let's go. We uh, it's a great best. family sing along. I love her. Our our pre our, you just meet me in the middle? Our pre podcast um, uh, ritual now is that Shime and I put headphones on and we sing in here. <laughs> Why don't, Why you, don't just you just meet me, me in the middle? Oh yeah.